Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on self-directed learning, such as what is it, what are the benefits, and how, as a leader, you can best support it. Pre-COVID, we were way more inclined to have learning mapped out for us, so courses and programmes were very often organised and designed by the company that we worked for. And, typically, most learning interventions happened in a classroom or a face-to-face environment. Now, that's not the case so much. There's been a huge rise in remote learning as well as online learning. And accompanying that, there's also been a rise in companies giving discretion and autonomy to their staff to choose and select their own learning. In essence, this COVID shakeup has helped us to focus in on the real gaps in our ability as well as showing us fundamentally what's important to us, so that the learning that we do now is highly targeted and impacted. And as we're all unique, what one person needs right now isn't going to be the same as another. So, what is self-directed learning? Well, effectively, it is where the learner takes control of their own learning and development, deciding what it is that they want to learn, how they want to learn it, and when they want to learn. It's more organic and allows the person to choose something that's going to work for them. Now, for for me, I can see two key benefits of self-driven learning. The first is that it is relevant and personal to each individual. Now, assuming you're having conversations with each person in your team, then both you and they will be aware of their strengths and weaknesses, as well as the key outputs of their role. In which case, they're going to know what's their priority areas to enhance. And rather than it being all cookie cutter or formulaic, now they can seek out learning and development that suits them, that they're already bought into, that they can see is going to give them um, some enhancement. And so for one person, it may be that they focus on the softer skills like emotional intelligence or resilience or influencing. For another person, it might be the hard skills like blockchain or artificial intelligence or affiliate marketing. And the second benefit is effectively return on investment. Now, some training programmes can be eye-watering in terms of the obvious cost and when you factor in things like impact and usability I mean flipping neck it can make your eyes water even apparently on the face of it cheap programs can be expensive when they're poorly designed badly delivered and unsupported back in the workplace over the years I've seen an awful lot of ineffective training and as funds for developing your staff can be squeezed and now really are very very squeezed then 
self-directed learning allows the funds that you do have to be used in areas that the person already has a high desire to improve and will impact the business. Because when we have a high desire, we're way more receptive to the input and in applying it. It's like we have a hunger for it. And because they've chosen what they learn, when and how, there is a greater level of commitment. In fact, over the last uh, six months or so, I've taken on clients who were investing in themselves, even though the company they work for has frozen all budgets. How's that for self-directed learning? They're even funding it. And they're already seeing fruits of their investment. For example, one of my clients was creating a vision, sold it into their CEO, spearheading the future of the business. I had another client, we were working with them around stress, and actually they ended up reducing the stress levels in their team. They ended up getting resources from senior leaders for their project, which, until then, had been undervalued. And I've got other clients that are increasing their remote leadership skills and thereby keeping their team feeling connected, productive and resourceful. And yes, probably pre, pre-COVID, who knew remote leadership skills were going to be quite so valuable? So how do we support self-directed learning? Well, in one sense, it's like you it, it doesn't matter really whether it's self-directed or not. All learning should be supported, but there are maybe some extra nuances. Now, one of the things is that we really do need to encourage the person to practice and implement what it is that they've just learnt. So rarely do we get it right first time when we do something, and we absolutely certainly don't get it in the muscle. So there's that lovely saying, nerves that fire together, wire together. And so in order to get those nerves firing and wiring, practice is required. Practice is key. So ask yourself this, you know, they may be doing self-directed learning, but how can you encourage more practice? And whatever you do here can reinforce the 70-20-10 principles of learning. Now, the other thing to remember is speed and time. So you may remember the fairy tale of the hare and the tortoise. Well, in the case of learning, both win because neither is better than the other. We learn in different ways and at different speeds. I think one of the things we can do here is we can coach the person to help them maintain momentum in their learning journey. That way, in your coaching conversations, you'll ascertain the pace that enables them to practice and keep confident and motivated. So, you know, this is one of the things whereby, you know, sometimes we can go too fast, we don't get to practice enough. So it becomes maybe more of a tick box exercise. Alternatively, we can end up sometimes getting a bit slow and then we can lose our confidence and lose our motivation. So it's really just finding the optimum thing where we're not going too fast so it's tick box. We're not going so slow that we lose motivation. And one of the things to check here that we can help them out with is supporting them in carving out time and protecting it to do the learning. Now, The other thing that we can do is that we can um, help build on what it is they're learning. So yes, self-directed learning is something that the person takes on for themselves and we don't want to take away all responsibility. But neither does it mean that we're suddenly surplus to requirements or frozen out. I mean, I've mentioned coaching them, 
but you may also want to offer to mentor them. Or there may be an opportunity through delegation that you can help them take their learning and their practice even further. Another option is that you may know of others learning a similar skill and so you can suggest that they all form some a group to be able to share their insights. And one of the last ways that we can support self-directed learning is effectively we got to lead the way. We're back to we walk the talk. We're a role model. Because great leaders never ever stop learning. To quote Stephen Covey, it's about keeping your saw sharp. Right now, I have several clients who are increasing their ability in resilience, remote leadership and coaching. Often when things get very uncertain or chaotic, it clearly highlights to us what's next for our improvement so we can be the best leader for our team right now. And the leadership development we do at Blue Peapod is designed for your needs. It isn't cookie cutter or theory, which is why there's a high engagement and return on investment, both for the person and the business. You may remember that earlier I said I've taken on clients who were investing in their own learning, even when the company had frozen budgets. I've also had conversations with people who've said that whilst interested, they couldn't invest right now because the company had frozen the budget. The thing is that when life and business kicks off again, and it will, these people are going to be competing against people like my clients who have used this time to develop themselves. And so what's the edge for you? Where for you are you looking going, I need to develop this in my leadership? And then what's the source or direction you can go to help fill that? It could be reading books, it could be TED Talks, it could be so many different avenues, it could be getting yourself a coach and mentor, it could be enrolling on a course. And if you'd like some inspiration, of course, head over to bluepeapod.com or pick up the phone, we'll have a chat. But until next time, go and be the difference in leadership. Mm -hmm.